0: action pack awesomeness, right here in the first six issues in a collected hardcover volume one. All you gotta do is head on over to kickstarter.com and type in the Department of Meta-Human Affairs or DMA and check it out right now. Hey, how you guys doing? This is Joey Galvez here at the House of Indy. I just wanted to let you guys know that this episode you are about to listen to was pre-recorded pre- COVID-19. So some of the things that we do talk about uh, kind of pertain to life before the virus. So please uh, bear with us and and enjoy because we feel like this episode needed to be put out because we interview Alyssa Hope Wagner, who is an author of some really great stuff. She talks a lot about her fitness book where you can do at home and how how fitting that is now with the life that we have. Right. So sit back, relax and enjoy this episode with our great friend, Alyssa Hope Wagner. We are a proud member of the 143 Podcast Network. Hey, how's it going, everybody? This is Joey Galvez and I'm here with Albert Morales and we are the House House of of Indie. And today we've got somebody on the
1: line. Today, who do we have on the line, Albert? We've got the adventurous Alyssa Hope Wagner with her new books, uh, Florna of Rhodes. We've got uh, she's got multiple award-winning books under her belt, uh, so she's going to tell us all about them and and go from there.
0: How's it going, Alyssa?
2: Going great. How you guys
0: doing? Doing wonderful. So I got it. I got to talk to you guys a little bit because this is not only is this your book. You have Albert Morales, the other side of House of Indy. He does the artwork on your books, right? Yeah. So, so I want to know how, how, number one, how did you guys meet?
2: We met in youth group at church in Corpus Christi, Texas, a long, long time ago.
0: Cool. <laughs> yeah, it was like ages ago. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, not that long ago, but long enough.
1: Yeah. <laughs>
0: That's pretty cool. So uh, so you guys met a long time ago. So you guys have been friends for quite a while then, right? This is about high school, yeah?
2: Yeah. Yeah. And, and I, I would see his work on... Me and my husband would both see his work on uh, Instagram and Facebook. He would share his stuff and would just follow along in his career. Awesome. And then um, I needed a illustrator. So I was just going to have the cover done. And then my husband said, hey, why don't... Why don't you ask, I'm sorry, my phone is beeping. Why don't you ask Albert Morales? And I was like, well, it just does comics. But Daniel said, well, if he's an illustrator, he can, if you're a good illustrator, you could do anything pretty much. Yeah. That's and so awesome. Albert, yeah. And he not only did the covers, he did illustrations throughout the book, which is very much fantasy fiction. A lot of fantasy fiction, like Lord of the Rings, they would have uh, images inside the book as well to go along with the world building.
0: That's awesome. That's really cool. So tell me a little bit about Florina Rodesh.
2: It's a fantasy fiction book, uh, coming of age story of a young woman, about 14 years old. And it's just her. It, it's, it's her trying to fit in. She has a mom who does not fit in. It's, she's always been ostr- ostracized because she's different. And so it's her coming to terms with that and then her overcoming that as well.
1: Awesome. So, I know we've been working on the on this book series uh, um, for a while now, and it's it's been uh, really great. It's been awesome, um, especially racking up all these awards and getting recognized for all these uh, uh, awards and, and whatnot. Um, but yeah, your first, it feels bo- pretty good, yeah, definitely. <laughs> so you know, we're trying to go from back to back on on everything. So, <laughs> but um, your first book, what was your first book
2: that you wrote? Hi, it's dystopian. I wrote in two thousand five, and it's called Eve of Awakening. And it's just after the second civil war and kind of these two people groups that arise out of that.
1: How'd you, how'd you come about doing that? Like, uh, you know, obviously, did you, I mean, did you just wake up one day and say, Hey, I want to be a writer or, or have you always done writing in, in, in between things? And, you know, wh- you, well, give came us a little bit of
2: Yeah. Well, I came up with that idea because I was, I was getting my master's degree. I'm trying to work out. I'm so busy that I'm, I'm having difficulty um maintaining my relationships with people you know and my quality of life was not as good as good as I, it should be like the the fine and the joy of life wasn't as good and i thought am i am i usurping productivity for relationships for the quality of life mm. and that and that's the whole point of the series are we so focused on producing on working that we forget the basic elements of life, of having joy, of having relationships, and actually um, enjoying each day.
0: Great. That's that's, a, a, that's a really cool. Um, that's a good question, yeah. just
1: because, you know, like, like with myself, I can relate to that as far as being at my desk. You know, I'm, I'm yeah. constantly at mm-hmm. my desk. So uh, mm-hmm. any kind of conversation I have with an outside person always feels a, a little awkward in the sense that uh, I feel very disconnected yeah. from the world a little bit. <laughs> Uh, so, yeah. so I might go off at a hundred miles an hour, just talking in a conversation and, and, um, mm-hmm. that person will be like, what's this guy's problem? You know? <laughs> so. Yeah.
2: And there's seasons of that, but there's also seasons where we need to pour into other people and be aware of those around us, of the, of the souls and people that God has put in our lives.
1: Definitely. I I agree. So would you say that the series, most of the book, most of your book series is uh, very spiritual uh, in nature or is it uh, very? Um,
2: uh... Yeah, my faith is uh, pretty a lot in the book because I really feel like God is everywhere. And, he's in us. Mm-hmm. Right. and so to di- totally disregard this kind of seems like you're disregarding a huge part of life. Sure. You know, and so I, I always, you know, put that in and, and it. And I don't have to try it's I already do that in my life. So it kind of bleeds out into my books.
1: Right. You lead by example kind of thing. Yeah. 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 Very good. You also have a, another book cause you, you're very, very much into fitness. Um,
2: Yes. <laughs> so,
1: <laughs> so you, you've got, uh, you've got a fitness book that goes with it like a, a daily kind of spiritual, uh, um, quotes and whatnot and, and readings. Uh, uh, tell us a little bit about that.
2: Yeah. In college I wanted to major in kinesiology cause I liked being outside. I liked athletics and it, it was a struggle for me when I really felt this call to be a writer because I wasn't even a reader at the time. And so it didn't make sense to me. But I finally said, okay, yeah, But I was a junior year, and my guidance counselor said, you have to declare a degree. You can't, you, there's no more time left. <laughs> and so I was like, go okay, I'll do English. But it's really cool that I got to come back as a writer and then get certified in personal training, get certified in fitness nutrition, and actually write two books I wrote. I uh, fearlessly fit, and I wrote fearlessly fit at home, which is a at home workout program. And and I got to actually do the thing I love, both things I love, fitness and writing.
1: Awesome. How far have you taken the uh, uh, the fitness part of of your uh, journey?
2: Uh, I've done bodybuilding, which I wrote about, and actually that was my first solo work, which was in my bodybuilding uh, book, and that's what got me addicted to. Um, wanting to, uh, put my book in contest and see if, if they fare well and, and to better myself to do better the next time. But, um, <laughs> the book is about bodybuilding and kind of the process of it because it's a very difficult sport. So that was my first book. That's kind of like my first fitness book. Oh, and I also wrote a book about MMA fighting because I was a <laughs> MMA fighter
0: too. No, she was. Uh, oh, she was, really? Yeah, yeah, she was MMA Wow, fighter. that's interesting. <laughs> Man, she could take yeah, us so both it's out. A, it's that love <laughs>
2: of fitness and writing that kind of
0: comes together. That's super interesting because I'm sitting here thinking, I'm, I'm, I'm looking, flipping through the books that you, that Albert had given me. Thank you again for, for, uh, signing my copies. I appreciate that. Um, oh, awesome. Yeah. And, but, but I'm looking through these things and then you're telling me she's an MMA fighter. She's <laughs> a fitness trainer and she and like this is, this is like, Oh, she's a jack of all trades. Yeah, that's, that's <laughs> a, that's a, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Uh, great. But, but, uh, I do have a question. So did you find it difficult, you know, kind of balancing the two? You know, uh, you talked, you touched a little bit on it a little bit. Um, do do you find that it's difficult sometimes to kind of, balance your, your, the health and uh, aspect of your life and writing and kind of coming to uh, a conclusion to how, how, how would you world build? Because I know when you're world building, it takes a lot of thought and takes, and sometimes that can kind of drain you a little bit. And then Mm -hmm. physically, uh, you know, going into the gym and kind of doing these kinds of things is, do you feel like it's, uh, if the, the gym kind of aspect kind of helps you to kind of separate the two maybe?
2: Oh yeah, exactly. When I write, my brain is drained. When I work out, my body is drained, and so it, it complements each other. Yeah. And so when I go into the gym, I don't have to think anymore. I just I lift weights or work out, and I can check out. Because you know, after world building, your your brain waves are like multiplied a hundred yeah. times, and and you can't. You're not just watching and receiving the world. You're creating it as you take each step, and it's exhausting. Every step, you have to build that step. And so after, you know, six hours, 12, 10 hours, sometimes you have to check out. Cause, and I tell my husband all the time, my brain is tired. He doesn't <laughs> understand, but it's exhausted of creating. And so when I go into the gym, um, I cannot only, because, and also when you're, when you're creating worlds, your body is completely stagnant, mm-hmm. except for your hands. And Albert knows about that because when you're illustrating, your body's just stagnant. And yeah, so yeah. you have to go, I have to go into the gym or else. I'd be a huge couch potato.
1: <laughs> I've, I've actually had that conversation over the last couple of weeks, like uh, with my son. You know, he he literally. He was carrying around a picture of me and he's like, uh, I go, why are you carrying a picture of me? And he's like, oh, I'm going to miss you. So he my, my son has this, uh, thought of, uh, uh, without being too doom and gloom that I'm going to die here pretty oh soon. My gosh. And I'm like, uh, yeah, if I eat right and I, you know, I, I do some more exercising the way I need to be doing, then, uh, then, you know, I can live longer, you know? Yeah. He's like, mm-hmm. he, he literally pointed to the weights that are in my room. He's like, Maybe if you lift some of those, I, I haven't seen you lift any of those. <laughs> I was like, oh, man, way to be called out.
0: Way to and be I called t- out. Well, you
1: can kids, get my fitness book. <laughs> I'm, I'm actually, I, that was my next question. That was going to be my follow-up question. What's a good way to start? Because yeah. for people that are at their desk, and this is a big thing with artists, you know, we're at our desk so much, and a lot of artists don't have insurance, and, and so being fit and stuff like that is is pretty much crucial mm-hmm. to, their, to their mental health as well as yeah. their physical health. What's a good way for somebody to start? That's you know basically at their desk all the time. I mean, just walking, power walking. Is it? Uh, what is it? What's a, What's a good way?
2: I would say definitely don't buy a machine and don't purchase a gym membership because if you're not motivated in the first hand, you're going to be stuck with a machine that you never use and you're going to be stuck with a mem- membership that you yeah. never going to pay. I yeah. would say go out and walk. I when, when I had little kids, they would play at the playground and then I would literally do a routine in the playground because you can do pull ups. On the swing bar, you can, there's you can do jumping jacks, you can do um step up squats on you know the benches. I mean, there's so many things you can do, but I had to have that motivation inside of me, you know. And so I wouldn't waste money on something. I, I wouldn't expect something else to motivate me. You have to find that motivation within you, sure. And then, and then you can do the gym membership if you've done like three months of walking outside. Um, my fitness book is all at home, and, 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 it's, and I just have a few dumbbells, so it's very inexpensive.
1: You said because two dumbbells?
2: You just, yeah, you just need dumbbells for my fitness thing. And you can actually wow. use frozen water jars. Like take <laughs> old gallons of milk, put water in it, freeze it. You can use those yeah. if you want to, you know, if you're, you don't have money for dumbbells. Right? Yeah,
0: yeah. So- <laughs> I've got, I've got a 16, oh, I've got a 16 year old daughter who is, is, you know, she's kind of, you know, contemplating what she wants to do. Cause in a couple of years, she's going to be 18 and she wants to figure out what she wants to do in life. She, mm-hmm. she has recently said that she wants to be a personal trainer and, mm-hmm. um, and, and, and she kind of has these, uh, fitness regiments and stuff. And, and she kind of has the same kind of philosophy. She's like, you guys don't need to go. Out into the gym and do these, or or have a big huge machine. You can just use the kind of Mm -hmm. handful of things you have around the house. You know what I mean. Mm
2: -hmm. And I I thought
0: it was very interesting that you said something like that because there's so many
2: apps and resources. There's really no excuse. You know what I (laughs) mean? There's there's stuff you can do if you have six feet of floor. You can do a workout. I
1: I liked the fact that you mentioned. You know, if you can go to if you have kids, you can go to a park. Um, Yeah. It serves as a double purpose because you're or actually a triple purpose because you're spending time with your kids. Uh, first of mm-hmm. all, um, a park is something that every kid loves to be at, yeah. you know, and yeah. and they so they get some personal joy out of that, and you get your own personal joy because you get that five minutes while they're playing with other kids, you can still keep an eye on them, but you're you can you're also treating yourself to that that much yeah. needed time of of kind of getting getting in touch with yourself and uh, physically and and very much mentally because you you, you need that quiet time as well. Mm-hmm. Um,
2: yes, exactly. It just takes creativity.
1: Sure. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> hey. So, uh, getting back to your writing. So do, have you taught English as well?
2: Yeah. I taught uh, high school English and college English. So, wow. um, being that
1: there's a, I, and this could might be just a, a blanket statement, but do you find that, uh, a lot of English writers or professors, um, tend to have their own books hidden away inside of them that they want to get out
2: eventually. Yeah, a lot of a lot of college professors are would be writers. But instead of, you know, going through that, they become college professors instead. And that that's the thing I was facing. I was facing either am I gonna write this book, which I don't know really how to do it, but I'm gonna have to learn, or should I just go get my PhD. Right. And I chose to do the writing instead. So I do believe there's a lot of English you know, literature teachers who have that book in them, but they opted to do the PhD instead, and, and they can do both. Maybe not at the same time, though.
1: So what was the what was the motivating factor? What was that thing that got you over the hump of making that decision to uh, get past the starting line, and let's just get to it?
2: Um, mine was God's Promises. You know, I, I, really believe we each have a destiny. I believe we're not accidents. I believe we're not, I believe we have purpose and there's a reason for us to be here. And that reason is to really touch lives, you know? And so mine was God's promises. And that's why, you know, cause I've been rejected. I, I used to save my rejections in a file folder and I finally gave up because it was like mounting up, but I've been rejected so many times and if I would have allowed those rejections to stop me, I wouldn't be where I'm at today. And I wouldn't be who I'm at today. Right. And I wouldn't know what I know today, but it was God's promises. Cause I, I claim him, him more faithful than people. Uh, and with their words, you know what I mean? And so it's that promise of, this is what you're meant to do. This is your destiny. And this is where you'll have the fullest potential of your purpose. And so I, I overcame all those obstacles knowing that,
0: There was a promise for me. I like that. Yeah, that's a great philosophy. Um, So I want to talk a little bit about spreading her wings. You have a really, really cool concept here. Uh, When I first met Albert, he was actually working on this. Um, And and to see it kind of come to fruition, um, seeing him kind of put that that onto page, and then to kind of hear the concept that you have behind this book, I thought it was a really amazing message. Uh, Can you tell us a little bit about that book?
2: That book is so cool that we couldn't really plan it ourselves. There had to be a higher, <laughs> you know, a higher power, uh, putting it all together. I, I wanted to do, I didn't want to do a children's book at first, but a, a friend of mine asked for help with hers. And I said to myself, I can't help her if I don't even know how to do it. So I mm-hmm. said, you know, let's, let's do a children's book. And so we coordinated, me and Albert didn't know what we were doing. We we just kind of figured it out. And I feel like, I feel like if you know what you're doing before you do it, you, that that never happens. You're never going to do it. You never know what to do. You know what I mean? You're going to yeah. have to take that risk and go out into the unknown. But, man, we both worked, and it came together, and we both wound up having – because the story's about birthmarks, uh-huh. about kids with birthmarks, and it's a body image parable to really encourage kids to love who they are and, and how they're designed. You know, because with the apps today, with Snapchat and, Snapchat and the filters, yeah. kids are not wanting to be who they are. They want to be something different, you know? but yeah. it's really just showing them to embrace who they are how they were created. And then I have a birthmark birthmark on my arm. And I sent a picture to Albert and then he sent me his birthmark on his hand. And I was like, crap, we both have
1: birthmarks." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I honestly, and I totally forget. <laughs> yeah, no, that was not planned at all. I totally actually, I even forget that I even have it until somebody points it out and that hasn't <laughs> happened to, since, uh, yeah. geez, I don't know. It hasn't happened since I was a kid. So I was like, yeah. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. But, um, but yeah, it's, it's been a really, it, that was a really fun book to work on. Um, yeah. uh, you know, she was mentioned. you mentioned something about, uh, um, you know, if you hadn't done it before, this whole process was mm-hmm. new to you in the beginning and mm-hmm. in, in, in the indie kind of, uh, um, world, you know, people don't have a lot of, uh, experience or money to back up behind projects and pay, you don't have pay a
2: team of people.
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So how did you come across as doing this? So, Cause I, I know what it is, uh, you know, just from experience, but, uh, you, you've actually, uh, went through it as well. And I'd like everybody to kind of know what you went through in the process you did to kind of get to the stage that you're at now, because you have how many books now?
2: Uh, I'm on my 22nd.
1: Wow. 22 books, man.
0: Wow. That's pretty good. Yeah. That's amazing. So,
2: and across different genres, like anthologies, nonfiction, fiction, wow. like, and that's what I was saying about Albert. if you are good at something, you could, you're not limited yeah. to like a genre. You can really go into any, take your skills into any area. It's right. going to be a learning curve, yeah. but you can learn it. Mm-hmm.
1: So what was the pro Like, how did you go through about doing this? Because again, not a lot of people know your story. I know the story obviously from working with you, but to help inspire these other people that are just trying to get started or get past again that starting line, mm-hmm. uh, that mm-hmm. that just see these these books being done and the, the final product, and they're like, "Well, I don't have a team of people to do this." What did you do mm-hmm. to get to your point?
2: I had to learn a lot. Like, I didn't want to, you know, I didn't want to outsource anything, so I had to learn how to format books. I had to learn how to design book covers. I had to learn how to publish an ebook and and paperback. I, I had to learn how to make videos for trailers for my books you know i just sat down and i learned it and and i love learning which i think is helpful um and when i do get into area like illustrating i can't do i find people who who i feel like um i can connect with and i feel feel like who see the vision and then i bring them a part of it you know but you have to learn and then also this is what i tell my kids you have to be bad at something before you can be good at it. If you yeah. are not willing to be bad at something, you're never going to get good at it, and you're never going to try. And so, I look at when I first published my book, uh, the first cover. It was so great to me back then, but now I'm, I'm I've advanced so much that I, I actually got <laughs> the covers redone because I know more. And so, but yeah. I had to start there before I could get here. And so many people won't start there. They won't yeah. start. It won't be bad at it. I think <laughs> they want to be excellent. <laughs> yeah,
0: it's it's scary. It's a scary thing to to fail.
2: It's humbling. It's scary. Yeah, um, you make mistakes, but you know what? I'd rather make mistakes and achieve my goal than never achieve my goal. Yeah, you know that's how and we learn, you right? Go into, yeah, if you go into something knowing you're going to make mistakes, knowing it's not going to be perfect, oh. but you'll still in the end, you'll still attain the end result, then it makes it easier. You know, you, yeah. you can side I guess.
0: Yeah. So, I got a question, and and Albert doesn't know this. So you've done uh-huh. <laughs> you've done twenty books. Do you think that you would ever kind of dabble into comic books? Really, you're gonna short change her. Twenty books. Oh, you're gonna short changer her. her? <laughs> yeah. oh, no, I I'm totally sorry. want to do over a comic twenty book. books. Twenty two. <laughs> <22. laughs> I'm sorry. What was I that? I have
2: an idea for a comic book. Really? So, yeah.
0: That's awesome. That would be really
2: cool. Yeah.
1: Is that something we're keeping under wraps, or is that the- <laughs> what's that? You you sent me a link because I didn't know that I didn't know that this was a, a thing. Um, the uh, Skillet came out with a graphic novel.
0: Oh, really? And
2: I bought it. Did you it buy it? Awesome! That's yeah. Cool. So, so uh, I forgot. I know his last name's Cooper. His first name, but the head singer of uh, Skillet. He is like the best singer ever. But yeah, <laughs> he can draw. That's awesome. A lot of those. There's four people illustrating this beautiful comic book, and one of them uh, are his drawings, and they're they're so well done. And it's like he, creativity is not limited. Yeah. And it's, I feel like traditional traditional publishers. They are limited because they're always looking at the bottom line, and they're always looking at what's trending now. Yeah, but they're yeah. not looking at what could be trending, and, and and creativity and a vision in somebody, you know, and birthing mm-hmm. something like that. Because they just keep reproducing the same things over and over again in just a different way, you know. And that's why indie uh, writers and indie producers are so important because they're actually they're bringing new content. The, yes, they're bringing new concepts. They're not regurgitating. Regurgitating the same stuff, yeah. and that's why your podcast is so important because these people need to be highlighted.
1: Thank you yeah. so much. I appreciate that because yeah. yeah. I mean that's really a, it. Really is the goal of the of this yeah. podcast is to really highlight highlight them and their works and and really yeah. bring out uh, uh yeah. bring about new new change and new ideas to to creators and, and the people that are kind of frustrated or that are that yeah. are stuck behind that starting line that want to get pushed forward. Um, yeah. Yeah. yeah.
2: So yeah. And yeah need to hear those stories because it motivates they might not be doing the same thing mm-hmm. but it motivates them in the path that they have
0: definitely yeah i i think i can contest to that because it, it listening to all these different creators that we speak to it motivates mm-hmm. me to do things uh differently yeah. and to think differently um yeah, and and, and it can yeah and it, it gets me out of uh out of my seat and kind of thinking of doing something because since we've started this I've kind of come up with, uh, with a story of my own to want to create a comic book or, or some kind of mini series type of thing as well. And just kind of thinking yeah. about this stuff and listening to all these people and inspire me. I think that's amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. so I, I do have one more question about that. Do you, so I don't want to, I don't want <laughs> to get any details because I know when people throw out their ideas and it gets, it gets a little too convoluted, people might steal things and I don't want to talk about that, but, um, what kind of genre of a comic book do you think you have in mind?
2: Well, I was at church one day, and I saw this big guy with his tattooed arm, like, worshiping God. And it made me think of King David, because King David was rugged. He was surrounded by the misfits, the the people who owed money, the people who murdered, the people who had robbed, the, the outcasts. And he built this army out of this outcast. And just that, but then he also sang psalms and and he also had this beautiful side to him, but this, this like, I don't know, this tattooed yet worshiping man, you know, in the beauty of that. Like, that, those are real people, you know? Yeah. And so it would be something, um, and then David was known for many exploits, and so were his men, the three and the 30. And so it was something based on that, the three and the thirty.
1: That's interesting. I like yeah. that. I'm, yeah. I'm liking the way that's sounding. Uh, yeah. It, it, <laughs> it okay.
2: is. So, but not, but real and raw and, and honest, you know, because you yeah. made mistakes. You know, it's when you say you're a Christian, you say you're not good enough. And that's why we are Christians, because we need, we need something else. Because Definitely. And in, 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 of ourselves, we're not good enough. Yeah. And I'm not going to act like I'm good enough. And David, King David didn't act like he was good enough. Yeah. You know?
0: Some may, some may argue that he wasn't, but. You know, there is in in uh, in the scriptures it actually says that he was a man after uh, uh, God's own heart. So yeah, yeah. So and
2: that's what made him that's what made him good enough. Not exactly. because he was perfect, but he was chasing he was chasing those promises. Definitely. Know, that I talked about earlier.
0: Definitely. Okay, so before we let you go, where can everybody find your books? Yourself on social media? Do you have a website?
2: It's all Alyssa. My my tag is Alyssa Hope Wagner. My handle Alyssa Hope Wagner. A L I S A, and Hope and Wagner. And so they can find me at my website, AlyssaHopeWagner.com. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Pinterest, YouTube, all those places. Sweet,
0: <laughs> awesome.
1: <laughs> is there a, is there any particular book just before we close up? Is there any particular book that's your absolute favorite that you've done?
2: No, they're all like my children. <laughs> it's so funny. Like they're, I look at them, and, and the ones that haven't won awards, or or they seem a little neglected. I feel bad for them, and I feel like I need to do something to help that book.
1: <laughs> speaking of it's awards,
2: special. Speaking of awards, ways, you, you know,
1: you you've got a couple of finalist books going on right now, don't you?
2: Yeah, um, Daughter is the second book in the Violet Moon series, which we, we want seven books altogether. Um, that just got a Salo award, uh, uh, nomination and it's up for, uh, to win. But that's pretty cool because the first book usually does really well in the series, but the second or third book may not so well because they didn't get the first half. But the fact that it was recognized by itself means that it was, it, it was done well and that it was a story in of itself and it didn't necessarily have to be in the series. You know what I, you know what I mean?
1: Right. But uh, you've also got something to come and award someone from overseas, don't you?
2: Yeah. We, um, she's been daughter, I mean, part of and, uh um, Spreading her wings, both got nominations in the Wishing Shelf Awards in England, which is pretty cool. So now they're wow. now they're international.
0: That's 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 quite an accomplishment, you know. Bravo, guys! That's awesome. Good job. Thanks.
1: So, guys, just so you know, we have Alyssa Hope Wagner. Please go to AlyssaHopeWagner.com, Order some books. Go to Amazon. I'm actually gonna go on and, and get the uh, the workout book. What is that one called again?
2: I'll send it to you. It's Fearlessly Fit at Home
1: fearlessly fit at home so i'm gonna take the challenge yeah. of and i'm just saying it now so it's out, out loud you're not
0: gonna challenge me are you don't you, no, you should actually do I, it because i i do lift weights all day i lift this big huge, huge gut that i have wow really? I, I lift it every day <laughs>
1: wow it doesn't count, <laughs> it
2: doesn't count. <laughs>
0: that's, that's awesome
1: <laughs> but yeah i'm gonna take the challenge uh, because i do want to be uh uh Fearlessly fit before Phoenix Comic Con, so I'm going to be yeah. going through that one. There you uh, go. Uh, and, and that's
2: the main point in one of my books is that you have to give yourself a goal, yeah, to yeah. motivate yourself. You give yourself those three month goals, the six month goals, and then you're the year goals.
1: Yeah, that, so the three month goal that's pretty attainable, right there. Right? I think so so. Yeah, yeah, I'll take the Pepsi. Ch- I'll take the Alyssa <laughs> Challenge, <laughs> the Pepsi, challenge. the Alyssa Wagner Challenge, <laughs> the, the fearless, and yeah, fearless yeah, challenge,
0: fearlessly fit challenge. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We should got to make that a thing. Hashtag, fearlessly fit. Yeah, you should. There, go. there, you, there go. you go. <laughs> thanks again, Alyssa, well, for hanging out with you us.
2: Guys, for doing all this, this is awesome. You're I'm welcome. Thank you. It. We oh, thank appreciate you. you
0: coming on, taking some time out of your day to sit and talk with us. It was awesome. Hey, thanks again for hanging out with us here on
1: the House of Indies.
0: I'm Joey Galvez and Albert Morales.